Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam storytelling podcast, where we share short stories, rough drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. Where are your hosts? Christina Kishbot and Cassie Soliday. Okay, so <laughs> hello, welcome back to another episode of Jammy Hello. We're here. What was that? We're here. That I'm saying hello. That was you peeking in and being like, hello, I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a guest, Valerie yes. Vasillas. I'm also here. Hello. <laughs> She's a comedian, a writer, uh, and and so many things. Tell us everything that you do. Uh, okay. I am a writer. I am an improviser and a, a sketch performer, actor, director, producer, extraordinaire, human being. Um I, uh, gosh, what do I do? I do a lot of things. Um, I, uh, I'm an avid runner and a bluegrass music aficionado as well. Love it. I think those are very important things to know about me. Have you been to Hardly Strictly before? Yes. Yes, I have. I've gone twice. Um, I was going to go a third time and then that, like, that, it, you know, taking time off and traveling and money, all of it fell through, but it doesn't matter. But Hardly Strictly is, uh, is a, is a favorite of mine. So. Yeah. I used to live right across the street from Golden Gate Park, like where, like right where it happens. Oh my. Okay. So you know what, you know how we were talking about, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. So I wanted to say, you know how you said, Oh, I might've seen you somewhere. You might've. Okay. That's probably there. No, because, because the very first time I went to hardly strictly, I reconnected with a a friend from college who also lives across the street from golden gate park, like exactly where the, the Hellman field is Hellman's hollow is. Okay. Because that's where it is, right? Uh-huh. So, okay. yeah. So I could, like, so I would just, like, you know, go about my day, put on, like, a sweater, and then, like, mm-hmm. walk over there and be there. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So we might yep. have, like, crossed paths, and then our brains just, like, connected electronically, and it just, just took us. immediately. Exactly. Immediately imprinted. Okay, cool. I'm going to accept that as what is happening right now. Yes. And I'm so happy. Yeah, um, and I think all that happened before we started recording. Uh, Christina swears that she's seen Valerie somewhere before, but they couldn't figure out where. Probably that. It's probably that. It wasn't but passing it hardly strictly. <laughs> yeah, probably. It was so fun. Going back to Valerie's work, everyone should check out her website where she has tons of comedy sketches, and uh, they're hilarious, and they're just wonderful. Valerie's complete wonderful human being. Oh, thank you. Yeah. uh, If you, if you want, you can go on to www.thisisvaleriev.com. And that's where I'll put um, all of my, I'll put a lot of like sketches or like things I've made. I also like to make things. I'm a tactile person. So like any like sets or any set pieces or prop pieces or costume pieces. um, I like to, I like to make masks, for example, but like all that stuff's going to be on there. So yeah that's awesome we, we've invited you on to share a story uh we didn't give you a theme we didn't dare you to write it about anything in particular we just gave you complete freedom to write whatever you wanted since you're you're the guest on the show today uh so what'd you bring in i don't want to i don't want to give too much away so i don't know mm, how would i uh i would just say uh i 
I wanted to take a familiar character and just add a a sort of like tension. This is my this is my first attempt at a um, at a scary story. I guess. Ooh, yes. I'm no. very excited. <laughs> I always uh, write scary stories for the podcast and Cassie hates it so much, but I like <laughs> live for horror so i'm like so excited now i get scared so easily and you asked me is anything off limits and i was like nope (laughs) (laughs) well to be fair it isn't off limits because i write horror all the time i know and i don't want there to be any off limits (sighs) but i love that you chose the one thing that scares (laughs) of course of course that's what happens You're gonna be oh, I can't wait. Well, here's the thing. It's my first attempt at scary, so you might be like, <laughs> "This is, this is like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll just take like a deep breather." But okay, Val, <laughs> <laughs> I'm bracing myself either way. Okay. You're a good storyteller, and we're gonna do this. <sighs> okay, let's do it. Late spring in Idaho falls. There was a warmer afternoon breeze signaling the changing seasons. At Fall Valley and Elementary School, Mrs. Yanatelli's fourth grade class was sharing their summer plans. My family is going to Disney World, Jenna Montclair beamed. We're going to Disneyland to visit my brother. He's an actor, Brandon Heaterson bragged. My mom is taking us on a Disney cruise, Uriel Graffingman shouted. Benji Weiss looked down at his pants, fists clenched. He shifted uncomfortably. It was his turn. All eyes were on him. We can't go anywhere this summer. An awkward silence. Then, from Gregory Fratelli, Is it because of your dumb leg accident? A few snickers. Benji pushes against his desk so that his wheelchair slides away. Mr. Fratelli, that'll be five minutes of recess taken away. Mrs. Yanatelli looked back at Benji, who was looking at the wall. He wanted to be anywhere but here in this moment. The lunch bell rang. Class immediately stampeded towards the door, impossible to wrangle or herd them. Benji stayed behind. He fantasized about maybe sneaking out or heading home early. Mrs. Yanatelli approached him. I'm sorry about Greg, Benji. I'll make sure that he apologizes to you. Please don't, Benji pleaded. We both know he won't mean it. Benji, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Mrs. Yanatelli asked. Back in time, so I could go back to that stupid alpine slide and save myself from getting thrown off the tracks by that grizzly bear. Benji turned his wheelchair to head out the door. He was over this conversation, but Mrs. Yanatelli persisted. I mean it, Benji. See, I know this character named Flat Stanley. What? Benji wheeled back. Flat Stanley, Mrs. Yanatelli repeated. He's kind of a big deal in the teacher community. He travels the world, you see. Tell me where you want him to go, and I'll send him there and ask him to bring back gifts. I don't get it, said Benji. Would you like to meet Buddhist monks in Nepal? Can I send them to Disneyland to punch Brandon's brother? Benji scoffed. Mrs. Yanatelli went over to her desk. Flat Stanley doesn't punch Benji. 
She began opening drawers and looking through files. She pulled out a piece of paper with a person on it. She walked back to Benji and placed the paper on his desk. This is Flat Stanley. Benji was not impressed. A piece of paper? This is the magical Flat Stanley? What am I supposed to do? Mail it? Mrs. Yanatelli handed Benji some markers. It only works if you color him in. I'll leave you alone now, but bring him back to me when you're ready to send him off. She went back to her desk and opened up her mini fridge the kids knew was forbidden to touch. She pushed aside her cut water cocktail can of Moscow mule, pulled out a steam fresh chicken meal and left the classroom. Benji sighed, whatever. Wanting to avoid the kids at recess and having nothing else better to do, he opened up the pack of markers and he got to work. Surprisingly, coloring in Flat Stanley felt therapeutic. He threw himself into this cartoon man with colors. Yellow hair just like his, but with green streaks, because why not? A loud purple shirt with a flamingo pattern. Uh, make that a half flamingo, half pink blob pattern. Gray corduroy pants, the corduroy marked by thin black lines. And finally, blue shoes with an accidentally backwards Nike symbol. Ah, uh, yeah. Benji stared at his flat Stanley for a moment, his eyes looking at the black dots of this two-dimensional husk of a character, a blank, void, cartoon smile. He was pleased with his work, but no longer distracted, his delight quickly faded. There was nothing more to look forward to. It only works if you color him in, he mocked. He shoved flat Stanley into his desk and wheeled out of the classroom. Later that night, Benji was at home. He opened his backpack and took out a pile of papers. Homework. Flat Stanley? What is this doing here? Benji pulled the colored-in cartoon out of his sheaf of papers. I thought I left this in my desk. Weird. Benji stares once again into the black dots that are supposed to be Flat Stanley's eyes. He stares for a moment. Maybe a moment too long. Why does Flat Stanley's smile look so intense? Or maybe it's just in his head? What does this flat man want from him? From this world? Those two piercing black dots, though, what are they trying to say? Benji snaps out of it and drops the paper to the ground and wheels off into the kitchen. Flat Stanley lands face side up, his smile ever smiling, ever piercing. That night, Benji is tossing his head restlessly as he sleeps. The door to his room slowly opens a beam of light pouring in. A tall shadow appears in the light, looming over the shape of Benji's body. The shadow gets larger, larger as the figure enters the room and covers the light. Benji lets out a whimper. The door closes, shutting out all light. The next morning, Benji's getting ready for school. He wheels himself into the kitchen for breakfast. His mother's humming around, making coffee and packing a lunch. Benji, be a dear and hold these lemon wedges for me. His mother has an overstuffed handful of lemon slices, randomly, that she hands to Benji. He reaches out to receive them, then, ow! Benji hisses and draws his hand back. The random lemon wedges fall to the floor. What is it? Benji opens his hands. Paper cuts? A bunch of tiny paper cuts are all over his hands. They weren't even noticeable before, but now that the acidity of the random lemons made contact, it's all just so... Oh, annoying! Benji wheels off to wash his hands in the bathroom. He turns on the light and closes the door, not looking around. The hairs on the back of his neck stand up. 
he's acutely aware that he's not alone. Benji looks up into the mirror. Behind him, on the towel rack waiting, is Flat Stanley. He's no longer confined to the paper. His form has been cut out. Freed. What the heck? Flat Stanley's flat eyes lock with Benji's. Still smiling, he slowly rolls forward, off the towel rack towards the floor. On his way down, he makes contact with Benji's arm. Hey! Another paper cut. Flat Stanley lands on the ground, facing the ground. Benji stares at the figure of the flat man for a sec, and then his paper head lifts off the floor. Benji gasps and throws open the bathroom door. He wheels out of there so fast, his heart racing. Mom, Mom, we have to go to school now. Okay, sweetie, his mother laughs. Just let me finish this TikTok of Gordon Ramsay yelling at a microwave. No, now. Okay, okay. His mother laughs as she tucks her phone away. I'll get the garage open. As they head out, Flat Stanley breezes into the kitchen, his dull eyes smiling, searching, reaching, hunting. At school, Benji frantically wheels into the classroom. Mrs. Yanatelli, sipping her cut water can, was not expecting anyone in class before the bell. She slurped and hit the can under her desk. Benji, good morning. Is there something I can help you with? Mrs. Yanatelli, it's Flat Stanley. There's something wrong. Oh, yes. Thank you, Benji, for coloring him in. He looks so good. To Benji's horror, Mrs. Yanatelli holds out the cutout of Flat Stanley, the same blank-eyed purple shirt flat man that was waiting for him just minutes ago in his bathroom. I can tell you put a lot of thought into him. A lot of evil thoughts, Benji realized. <gasps> Have you thought about where to send Flat Stanley? Mrs. Yanatelli, I need you to put Flat Stanley down, Benji cautioned. Is something wrong? Oh! She dropped the paper man and looked at her hand. Seeing nothing there, she absentmindedly reached under her desk for her cold canned cocktail and drew her hand sharply away. <sniffs> she opened her hand to reveal what couldn't be seen there before. A paper cut. It's Flat Stanley. He's hurting people, Benji cried out. Calm down, kiddo. It's just a paper cut. An evil paper cut. Benji showed his own paper cuts that he got from Flat Stanley. The bell rang and kids were coming into class. Benji looked at the desk and to his shock and horror, Flat Stanley was gone. Mrs. Yanatelli was not bothered. Take your seat, she said. Benji was on edge all day, waiting, listening. They were in open waters and Flat Stanley was the shark. Suddenly a yelp, ouch, Gregory Fratelli whines, a paper cut on my unnaturally dry hands. Not too worried about Greg Fratelli, Benji relaxed a little bit, but then a ooh from Clarita Santina, the loveliest girl in school. A paper cut, she murmured, but I don't even use paper because of, it, because of its impact on the environment. Suddenly the whole class got tense and then the lights went out. Excitable? The students screamed. Benji knew that he had to do something. He turned over his desk and tried to wheel around. Where is he? Where is he? He shouted. Mrs. Yanatelli turned the lights back on. Benji was still wheeling about the classroom, turning over desks. Where is he? He shouted. Everyone was laughing at him. That is quite enough, young man, she said sternly. Kindle, would you kindly escort Benji to the principal's office? 
As Kindle wheeled him outside to the hall, Benji pleaded to the class, Find him! Destroy him! It's not safe! Paper cuts! Once the door was closed, Jenna raised her hand. Mrs. Yanatelli, I have a paper cut. Me too, said Uriel. A third kid, Dennis Farnute, chimed in. I got a cut on my finger that's not bleeding, and I suspect it's from a sharp piece of paper. It's not dangerous, but it is extremely annoying. <laughs> Just like Benji, snickered Gregory Fratelli. No, like your face, said Clarita. We must have gotten a poorly cut batch of paper from Xerox, Mrs. Yanatelli mused, ignoring their argument. Okay, class, okay, settle down. You know, Benji's had a hard time since his accident, so let's do something nice for him. There you are. Spotting Flat Stanley on the ground, she picks him up to show to the class. This is Flat Stanley, and he's going to travel the world for Benji. Where should we send him? As student hands shoot up into the air, those two-dimensional black dots that make up Flat Stanley's face stare into the classroom. With malice, with joy, or both. Weeks later in Greece, Mr. Paniatokopoulos is in his classroom sipping his thick coffee and eating a cookie, opening his mail. He spots a letter from Mrs. Yanatelli and he opens it absentmindedly, then quickly exclaims, Askata! He notices an annoyingly thin slice on his index finger. American cardstock is so rough, he muses. In the envelope, he sees a flat paper man colored with yellow and green hair and a sloppy purple top staring at him with black hole life sucking eyes. It's flat fucking Stanley. Oh my gosh, I loved it so much. It was so good. <laughs> oh good. And, um, and it was just the right amount of spooky for me. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like like uh yeah, like, oh, I can't think of the word right now. Oh, my gosh. Satire. It's like a satire spook. Yes. Um, <laughs> I also want to commend you because, like, I can't. I think you, like, stumbled over your words once that whole time. And me and Cassie are, like, broken records <laughs> up in this Yeah, bitch. we are. Like, <laughs> So, like, amazing performance. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And with all those, like, really hard to say, like, names you came up with. Like... <laughs> yeah. They're so fun, though. You're so good at choosing names. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Uh, I love names. I love names so much. <laughs> I also love how good you are at details. Like, I, I think you said unreasonably dry hands, like the teacher had unreasonably dry hands. And it was just such a funny detail. And you had so many scattered throughout. I loved. Thank you. Yeah. It was, um, and also, like, I knew so much about these kids, even though, like, all of them had, like, one line. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I always love full names as well, especially for kids in school. And um, I always, if I'm telling a story about like high school, I like always use full people's names from high school. Even oh, same. No well, because that's how you that's how you remember them, right? Because you yeah. know, when when you're an adult, you're like, oh yeah, it was uh, Katie O'Malley. Duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it also like 
um, shows people, whoever you're talking to about the, those people, like, oh, she remembers this. This was a big deal for her. Like, it just, like, adds on to the comedy of whatever you're saying. But, um, yeah. Um, it was so good. I love well, thank it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I didn't scare you, Cassie. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I was so sad people being so mean to Benji, though. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but that's such the experience though, right? Well, like that was, so that was part of my, cause I was like, I want to try writing a, a, like a thriller, like a horror, but I don't want it to be too scary just cause it's like, it's not, it's not exactly in my, in my wheelhouse. I want to try it though. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so I was like, how does this always start? Oh, it's always the kid getting picked on. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. Everyone's going to be mean to Benji. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, wait. First of all, when he said your dumb leg accident, I was <laughs> like, "Oh no, <laughs> um, that's so funny." But then he, Benji says that he, it was a grizzly. Yeah, accident? he he got a he got in a uh, an alpine slide accident. Um, a grizzly bear <laughs> threw him off of the alpine slide. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This kid is traumatized. <laughs> Go to a trauma therapist. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, yeah, I also um, very much pictured it like a short film the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think it would make a great short film. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking it would have fit so well into "Are You Afraid of the Dark" or like an animated version of that. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of pictured Flat Stanley like a cooler Clippy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was going to say other things I liked was the acidity of lemon wedges <laughs> on the tiny paper cuts. I thought all that yes. little thing was really interesting. Uh, also, the random call out for Gordon Ramsay yelling at microwave TikTok. Like, I just saw one of his TikToks where he, like, yells at another TikTok video <laughs> about taking showers with your food and then making new food with it. It was weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait to dive into more of Gordon Ramsay TikToks, but I love that, that little reference. I also loved about the lemon wedges when Benji walks in and, like, this is all in, like, you know, it's it's all kind of in Benji's, like, POV and he's just like my mom has like these fucking random lemon wedges i don't even know why she has them it's just like just a mom thing and she's asking me to help and i love that there's no real explanation why she has lemon wedges (laughs) but because it's like her son her like her like 12 year old boy or whatever he's just like i don't know why she has them it's just they're just there and i thought that was so funny yeah yeah that's so true you did the pov of the boys so well (laughs) <laughs> and um also the alcohol in the teacher's classroom is i feel like relatable for <laughs> a lot of my high school teachers anyway <laughs> i like i like to think that my my high i think my high school class uh some of my high school teachers i like to think that they had like a they had a stash they had to have a stash Ooh. there's like oh no other God. reason why they'd stay so late after class with each other hanging out with each other Oh, for sure. They definitely had wine stashed somewhere and broke it out after we all left. I don't believe that. Um, but it was so great, Valerie. Thank you so much for 
bringing it to us. What a delight. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I'm just wondering, so like um, when Cassie asked you to do the podcast with us, which was that when you were like, what do I want to write? Uh, and then you were like, I'm going to try horror. Or has this been something kind of brewing within you for a while? Uh, it wasn't brewing at all, actually. It was it was exactly that. Like, Cassie was like, hey, would you be interested in writing a short story for us? And I was like, yes, of course. Yes, please. And I was like, what am I, what am I, what do I want to write about? And, um, and I was like, well, I want to try. So, like, my fiancé and I, we watch a lot of, like, Dateline. And... <laughs> and like I don't know that was like in my it was in my periphery like that theme uh was in my periphery and then I was like I want to try something scary and then I was like but I want to try I want to try something scary but like not like scary scary like not like you know um what are they called like that whole the god the conjuring those guys I'm like I'm like not into the conjuring or any of that so I was like I want to do something like simple and, and I was like, what's something like that's simple and sweet that I could turn evil? And I was like, it's going to yeah. be Flat Stanley. Flat Stanley. <laughs> I think Flat Stanley works because, yeah, he gets to, like, go all over the world and, like, kill the world. Like, death by a thousand cuts type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. I will yeah. say, okay, so I will say at one point I was like, maybe I should make it. I was like, I'll, I'll make it, like, true horror, right? Like, mm-hmm. um like Freddie and Jason like slasher and he'll like be a slashing piece of paper and then I was like oh man I don't feel comfortable having like a kid be around they don't want to like kill kids and that's fair yeah that's totally fair yeah I was like nah I'm not that confident I'm good I love your morals showing up to uh writing time here the ethos of Flat Stanley of the Flat Stanley cryptid horror short amazing it's like yeah. you know like he can still be scary and terrifying but in that he's like you know a mo- he's like a piece of paper that can walk around and cut people but it's only paper cuts but it's still terrifying it is still scary i wouldn't want i wouldn't want a paper cut yeah mm-hmm. i wouldn't exactly. want a paper cut from a sentient piece of paper exactly yeah it is um quite alarming though not you know death threatening so yeah but like if you had to choose between a paper cut from a evil piece of paper and not a paper cut you would choose not the paper cut any yeah yeah yeah, no yeah yeah (laughs) you'd be be hard you'd be hard pressed to find someone who would choose evil paper cut totally very fair yeah no, I thought I I love the levels. I'm into the levels of it. I feel like even the paper cuts that you get where they don't bleed are still scary. I feel like there's that moment where like, ow, it hurt. Oh mm-hmm. my god, is this gonna bleed? And sometimes it will, and sometimes you're lucky and it doesn't, but it still stings. So that sucks. Yeah, what did that kid say? He was like, "It's not bleeding, but it's highly uncomfortable." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Good. That's- yeah. I was like, I was like, I gotta think of all the different kinds of paper cuts here. I gotta make this interesting. <laughs> totally, yeah. No, I thought you did a great job, like 
It was also very relatable because, you know, we all get paper cuts and they're like the worst, but really they're just like a nuisance. So Flat Stanley is like an evil nuisance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's an yeah. evil nuisance. And like, and the, I don't know, the, the, the shitty thing about paper cuts too is like a lot of the times you don't even know you have one until you right. touch a lemon. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell your mom ra- hands you random lemon wedges. Exactly. <laughs> okay, mom. Random. <laughs> you have these. <laughs> Dang, all these paper cuts. What? <laughs> Wouldn't have found those if it weren't for these random lemons. Exactly. <laughs> is this a rough draft or is this like you re- revised it a few times? Um, I revised it maybe like one and a half times um but uh but but like you you were giving off like when 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 I was asking you questions you were you sounded like so casual I was like I don't want to like I don't want to like pour too much into this because I still want it to be fun yeah yeah Um, no that's good we usually only do rough drafts like you could do whatever you want but yeah yeah we we typically write ours in one week and um or you know a few hours before we record and um yeah so yeah it sounds like you revise because it's really clean and it it feels very polished and funny and refined so yeah funny as in like you know satirically funny oh good Yeah, I wasn't. It was awfully funny. Awful. That's not what I meant. (laughs) It was written. It was well written horror, but funnily done because it was translated to kids to a kids world. So that's what I meant. Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to say anything bad. I've taken this all so personally. (laughs) (laughs) It was meant to be a compliment. My one and a half revisions. Oh, how dare you? (laughs) Are you planning to do anything with this piece further? Uh, I might. I might like do maybe like a sketch, a longer sketch, like a short film with it. I could see myself doing that because it's like, I feel like this would be easy to do. I mean, granted, you know, once everything is safe to do again, just because, you know, I don't want to be like, hey, parents, can I borrow your kids? And (laughs) in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it would be a really fun short film, actually. Mm -hmm. I agree. It'd be so easy to do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Would you animate uh, Flat Stanley or like oh, draw him? Yes. Like, okay. So I, I want to like, I want to play with that actually, to be honest, because there's a part of me that's like, oh man, like I could easily manipulate a piece of paper and like make it look scary and animate it or like basically yeah. emphasize like how comically, how comical it's supposed to be. And yet everyone's reacting scared, scared to it mm-hmm. or or Benji is, or I can animate it and then he'll be like truly terrifying. So I have, there's a part of me that's like, I want, I want, I got to figure out how I want to play it. But right now I'm like, I wonder if I can just animate like basically a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, I was I thinking think if you ever, yeah, I, I feel like if you wanted to make him bigger at any point and, and like super scary, like enlarge him near the end for heightening, like you could always get like some of that, uh, 
like the paper they usually use in like kindergartens or you know where you pull out a long piece and you could always cut it out and use strings to hang it up yes that those like or if it's too big yeah yeah i think that'd be super fun i feel like the more practical you could do it rather than like drawing over like the final like video image Mm -hmm. it would look even better because then you get all that really cool lighting if you did any (laughs) or just like the surrounding lighting in general you know yes the possibilities are endless (laughs) i i have a question cassie for you Mm -hmm. uh what was the what was the most nervous point (laughs) uh waiting for flat stanley to move once i found out he was evil (laughs) uh when he went home with benji but i like i thought he left him with the t-shirt but he was there with benji that was freaky uh bleeding when you didn't think anything had happened to your hand um the part with Flynn Stanley basically the rest of the time and then <laughs> yeah i i like to psych out too with the teacher where she dropped the piece of paper cuz she had a paper cut and then i was like oh my gosh she's going to scream she's going to scream and then she just picked it up was like oh flat stanley <laughs> like <laughs> like nothing she didn't even pick it up like yeah yeah so all those times <laughs> I, like I think your... it's a suspense that is scary you know yeah there was so. Because when I was like, when what? I was read when I was reading it out loud, I was like, "Oh!" Uh, when I was getting to the point where the like Flat Stanley closed Benji's bedroom door, I was like, "Oh, she's on mute. How is she reacting right now?" <laughs> yeah, are you does, okay? And uh, <laughs> that's probably what I was doing at that point. I was like, "Does she think I'm gonna kill this kid?" <laughs> I didn't know what to think, to be quite honest. <laughs> I yeah, I was thought, trying to stay present so I didn't get too scared about my imagination running away in your narrative. <laughs> okay. I thought the description you had of his eyes were very, like, very scary. Mm-hmm. Like, the dark, lifeless, soulless eyes. Void, black hole, holes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I could, like, see it really clearly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know those eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of anger, eyes. of joy. I thought that was a really cool description, too. <laughs> but that was amazing. Thank you so much, Valerie. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed it. It was great. <laughs> well, Valerie, um, I am going to ask one thing of you before we wrap up. Um, we always dare each other to write our next stories on um, themes. So... Do you have a theme that you want to dare Cassie to write on? Yeah, I, uh, I would love to, I, like, um, yes, and the genre, right, of, of horror. And, and, like, you know, we were talking a little bit more about, like, uh, about how we would make Flat Stanley work and how we would either use puppetry or like After Effects, like, you know, like make, create the, create the illusion, right? Of Mm -hmm. Flat Stanley. And I would love Cassie for you to write something along that line, along those lines. So Cassie, I dare you, should you choose to accept this dare (laughs) (laughs) to, uh, to write something with uh, the thematic elements of illusion. Ooh. <laughs> okay. 
I will keep horror in there and I will write about illusion. Oh. Is it gonna be horror? Has yeah. It? I'll do it. Is it really? I haven't yeah. you written a horror before. I feel like you did once. I mean I mean I you didn't see it as horror. I saw it as um like magical movie. realism, maybe. Dark, yeah, magical like, realism. Suspense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thriller, maybe. I don't know. I didn't really like they were very emotionally dark. But yeah, I guess maybe you could say they were horror. I didn't mean to, you know. It's pretty Oops. dark in my soul, to be quite honest. So Oops, half the stuff that comes up is kind of dark. <laughs> but it scares okay, me. perfect. I yeah. love this theme. Thank you, Valerie. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, thank you for having me on. Yay! Well, thank you for saying yes. So Where can people <laughs> find you online once more? Uh, you can find me on my website is www.thisisvaleryv.com. Um, you can also, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at thisisvaleryv. Uh, if you want to see pictures of my cat on Instagram, I am also <laughs> this is Valerie V. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like to keep it really easy. <laughs> I love it. Great branding. Oh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at, you guys. <laughs> Yay! I'm following you right now on Instagram. <gasps> Cute! Yay! There's lots of like Oliver content. Oliver's my cat. Uh, lots of Oliver content on there. I love it. I love cat content. <laughs> This episode of the JMA Spits of Jam Storytelling Podcast was produced by Christina and Cassie. Music by the wonderful Grace Sai. Connect with us on Twitter at Bits of Jam Podcast and on Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. We hope by sharing these stories and being open about our process and how we word vomit our first drafts, that you'll be encouraged to word vomit your own. The most important thing about writing is to write.